Hey everyone, Kenan here. Uh, quick note, in today's episode we talk about the work of some filmmakers who uh, I think there's a pretty good chance uh, we might be learning some pretty unpleasant things about them in the relatively near future. Uh, we don't go into that. We try to look at their work uh, and its messages at face value, but you may well not want to hear that discussion of their work and we certainly wouldn't blame you for that. Thanks so much for listening or not listening, which is also okay. This is No, You're Wrong, where pointless disputes are fiercely debated. Today we explore the thorny theoretical question of superhero oversight with metahuman studies professor Isaac and villains rights advocate Kate. Hello. At the foundation of the superhero story is an unspoken assumption that a person of extraordinary individual power can be trusted to use that power for everyone else's benefit. It's a premise that's sometimes undermined by the world we know. Power, we are constantly reminded, is corrupting. And yet it never corrupted Superman. From his first appearance on the cover of Action Comics number one in 1938, the benevolent Ubermensch archetype went largely unchallenged on the comics page for nearly half a century. Then came 1986. It was a big year all around. The Mets won the World Series, I got Castle Grayskull for Christmas, and DC serialized two groundbreaking comic stories. Frank Miller's The Dark Knight Returns imagined an aging, embittered Batman in a grizzled film noir mold, popularized an anti-hero archetype that would dominate comics and their spin-offs and other media for the next 40 years, giving us aggressive, unpredictable, and insanely popular characters like Wolverine and Deadpool. And in Watchmen, Writer Alan Moore and artist Dave Gibbons drew parallels between extraordinary individuals and the geopolitically dominant nations we literally call superpowers, suggesting that the former would in all likelihood be just as violent, erratic, self-interested, and incompetent as the latter. It left us with the unsettling refrain, who watches the Watchmen? A question superhero stories in all media have been trying to answer ever since. Well, never fear, citizens. Know you're wrong is here to help. Today we pose a question that is difficult even for us. Should superpowers be regulated? And if so, how and by whom? Isaac, in your 14 years on this planet, you have seen a lot of heroic battles go down. As a young movie buff, you've watched a lot of good guys vanquishing evil guys, but also witnessed a lot of collateral damage. So what do you think? Should governments regulate superheroes? I think that superheroes and mutants and people with extraordinary abilities should be regulated or registered in some way. Kate, you are a big government lefty who spends her days fighting the overreach of the criminal justice system. So you understand, I think, both the need for governments to protect people and the need for people to be protected from their governments. Is that right? Yes. So can governments be trusted to regulate superhumans? Well, yeah. I mean, we, we trust governments to regulate our behaviors in all kinds of um context right like we everybody mostly follows the rules of traffic most people don't commit crimes and so i think if the question is should 
people or whatever beings with superpowers be regulated or should the use of superpowers be regulated? My answer is possibly yes, but I think my willingness to entertain that stops well further away from the line of regulation than Isaac's does maybe. So Isaac, what do you, what do you think that regulation should look like? Um, I think that every person that has abilities, um, whoever is in charge of, of knowing that either the government should just know who they are and know what their powers are and just like know about them. Okay, so this sounds a lot like the mutant registry that's discussed in Brian Singer's first X-Men movie. Is, yes. that, is that right? Okay, so uh, that movie imagines an effort to create a mutant registry as the first step in in what it considers to be a, a Holocaust-like program of ethnic cleansing. Are you Are you concerned that if the government had such a registry, it would misuse it? I mean, I think that the government, like, already does this with, like, people, citizens. Me- meaning we- what? Like, like we all have social security numbers. As in, like, you know, the government always knows where we are. Like, Apple always knows where we are through our phones. Mm-hmm. Like, we, there's information across the internet is sold about us. Like, many powerful companies and people know lots about us. And I, that's, like, more than what I'm proposing for, like, a meeting registry. I think it's just important to know who's got the powers and, like, just who are they. Well, I think two things about that. First, like, what is a, what is a superpower? Like, where does that stop, right? Like, if I can fly, then I probably have a superpower and I would need to be registered under your argument. But, like, what if I'm just, like, regular super strong, you know, like, I, I think that that gets to, like, a really troubling place where the the government knows everything about every single person. And then there's, like, a, it's very easy for a government with the power and wealth of the United States to be able to force people to use those powers for, like, reasons that they might not want to or to quarantine them or create a ghetto or do some kind of project of ethnic cleansing. Um, and the other thing is, I mean, while I am disturbed by the amount of information that Apple has, Apple doesn't have an army and Apple doesn't, to my knowledge, drop bombs on people. Um, so I don't, I do think that there is a qualitative difference between a private corporation, even a very powerful private corporation having specific information about my abilities or the abilities of somebody that you know, of somebody in the world and a government having that information. But don't you think that the powerful companies like Apple could likely be selling that information to the government? Yeah. I mean, I'm disturbed by monetization, but I don't think, I I think we're, I think you're, I think you're talking about a different thing. Like a, a government may monetize your information, but a government may also do a lot of other things. A government may use it to surveil you and may then, you know, decide that, oh, well, like, Isaac is super powerful and this crime has been committed, so, like, let's go look into what Isaac's been doing for the past six months. Like, that's wrong, and there's a reason that we have limits on what the government can do with respect to private individuals. Isaac, what do you imagine such a registry would be used for? What legitimate I use does it have? I think that it provides information, as in, let's say, like, the White House is blown up by, like, a tornado. Then they know, oh, it's torna- Tornado Man, or like John John, who lives here, 
we like can now like talk to him or figure out why he did this and i think it like gives let's just say the government or the people like who have to deal with the problems like an extra like boost for like by the way here's the information do what you want Right, but I think that goes exactly to my point that, that you know, if we're assuming that, that people with superpowers do just, like, live in the world as individuals, like, I'm really disturbed by the fact that the government would have that information and would be able to immediately make assumptions about who is responsible. Because, you know, I in my life, every single day, I encounter people who are being accused of things that they maybe did or they probably did, but that doesn't mean that they did it. Yeah. And I think it would be, like... It would obviously be like we would live in a very scary world if people like this actually existed. Um, but that doesn't mean that we need to give the government more power automatically because, you know, again, like if we're drawing lines, like it's really easy for the for uh, uh, uh political power to say like, OK, well, we can regulate people who fly or people who can create tornadoes like now we get to more closely regulate people who are powerful, but like just in a sort of normal way, like in like maybe not super powered. Um, like I don't, I, I think that power always finds ways to increase itself. And then the other thing is that I, I, the problem that I have often when watching superhero TV shows or movies, it like with the bad guys is that I, I think it's really weird that these like show creators or movie creators all assume that like the bad guy always wants to like blow up the world like most people just go through their lives and they don't commit crimes and they don't bother anybody and i don't know why we have to assume that somebody who has superpowers would just be going around and blowing up the white house like i don't i, I don't think that I, th I think if we're assuming that people are it's like humans who have powers is it, it like it's automatically going to turn into like beyond Thunderdome? Like everybody's just like flying around, like <laughs> like blowing each other up. Like I don't think that's what happens. You don't think there would be a handful or more people that would maybe misuse their powers? I mean, I think something I, yeah. that you could definitely see is people not doing something for a bad reason, but doing something bad for like maybe a good purpose, or maybe someone isn't very responsible with yeah. their powers. And they, like, want some money or whatever. Yeah, I, I, but I think we deal with that all the time in the world that we currently live in. And I think it would also be the case that people with... There would be people with powers who would want to use them to help prevent crimes from happening or prevent disasters from happening. So I think we'd have probably people on both sides of that issue. And so we wouldn't... It wouldn't be, like, a situation where there's only you know mutants or people with superpowers doing bad stuff and there's only the government with no people with superpowers trying to prevent that like I, I think i think it would balance out and you could still have a system where the use of superpowers is regulated like it's against the law to blow up a building with your eyes or whatever but like um that doesn't mean that we automatically cede um control of our daily lives to the government does it change your opinion on this question at all if the mutants or otherwise uh, unusually empowered individuals form some sort of militia, like the X-Men, like the Avengers? Yeah, I mean, sure, because then they're creating their own, you know, government or whatever, their own kind of political entity that is responsible for making decisions. Like, I don't think that 
people with superpowers are necessarily better at making decisions about who should die and who should live any better than a than a a governmental entity is so like yes i think there you know like there is i do wonder like if there were this kind of situation like who does watch the watchmen um i just don't think that the answer should always be well we give our government that we you know often are like hugely dissatisfied with the power to control them automatically particularly because like i think that kind of regulation needs to come from a place of knowledge which means that like maybe people with superpowers need to be involved in their own kind of regulation so we get a somewhat ambivalent take on this question from the russo brothers uh most recent captain america movie civil war um which imagines marvel super team divided by the question of whether to submit to united nations oversight are you on the uh, iron man or the captain america side in that argument uh, Iron Man thinks we should that the Avengers should be uh, basically a military arm of the United Nations, and then Captain America thinks that they should govern themselves. Right. Yeah, I, uh, I guess I'm kind of on the Iron Man side of that. It, it's not a Hobson's choice, but whatever it is, it's like both options are bad. <laughs> but it is a private military, mm-hmm. right? So the question is, should the private military be allowed to exist with without any oversight, uh, or should it? have to be registered and like its actions debated by a conference of of nations i guess i'm more comfortable with the idea of that kind of political entity being regulated by the united nations rather than that that entity being regulated by one particular country like i I think a, a a group of countries that are debating something together are more likely to i mean the united nations doesn't have a lot of power to begin with first of all um but I also think that um, a group of nations is maybe more likely to come up with solu- a solution that is not so restrictive. Um, Don't you think that that group of nations is often dominated by whatever the dominant nation sure. in it? Like, yeah, so, for no. example, the United Nations has this like new war crimes prosecution that has only prosecuted African leaders. Mm-hmm. So, you know, which which countries would the Avengers ever be sent to act in America under that? Right. But but then also, you know, like they in the earlier movie in this like Avengers series, like they com- like completely destroy huge parts of the city of New York, which is really troubling. And like, yes, they were trying to save the world from aliens who were trying to destroy it or whatever. But like it is, you know, not good that they have that kind of power and that that's unregulated. I just I, I don't know what the answer is. And I know that I'm like sort of creating more questions than I'm answering. But like. I don't know. I guess I'm I'm sort of if the, if it's the civil war question, I'm sort of more on the like join whatever be under the aegis of the United Nations. But like, I'm not happy with that. How how do you feel about uh, right wing militias like in our country right now? Like guys who who like arm up and are you know worried they're going to have to use Second Amendment solutions? Yeah, I mean to... the the use. It's just that it's a line drawing question, right? Like the use of superpowers should absolutely be regulated. I'm troubled by. Like the registry issue in particular, because that I think could just very easily lead to like registration of all individuals or registration of certain races or people from certain countries um, or just like people who the government thinks are super strong or super intelligent or whatever. And I don't trust the government to use that information in a way that's going to benefit individuals. Um, But if it's, you know, regulation of the act of you know laser 
beam eyes or x-ray vision or whatever then sure regulation is regulation is good (laughs) taser face yeah yeah so yeah would you would you agree with the idea that even though the government is not 100 percent trustworthy it's better to have the government have this information than to just let superpower people run around rampant i i mean well i i just i don't think I don't think those two things are mutually exclusive. Like, I think you can regulate superpowers without having too much control over the individual superpowered being or superhuman. How do you do this? It sounds to me, Kate, like you are uh, saying to regulate the exercise of of superpowers rather than the humans who contain them. Yes. So that, I think, is sort of the Incredibles model, right? Uh, uh, Brad Bird's Pixar film, The Incredibles, which while borrowing heavily from Watchmen's plot, throws a sort of libertarian tantrum at the very notion that the most excellent among us might in any way be impeded by government bureaucrats. But you're sort of saying that's the way to go. Um, yeah, I think so. Isaac, what do you think about that? That that you, you don't get on a list simply for having powers, but if you use them in, a, in an unacceptable way, then that is well, what... Well, then it's too late. Look, we would live in a really safe world if everybody had a curfew and we all had to stay in our homes 12 hours a day and, um, you know, we had to, like, have uh, Apple Watches that told the government everything we were doing. Um, But we don't want to live in that world because people want to be able to live their lives. So we try to create a balance between, like, the government does have some, you know, is able to, to, like, punish you for doing things that you're not supposed to do, but they can't... Um, prescribe your actions and I think you know again like this is a this is a world that we're already very comfortable living in and I don't see why it would be any different in a world where people also had superpowers like yes you have to accept the the possibility that some people are going to die like some somebody's going to get hurt but I'm I personally am okay with the risk that comes with having a life that is unrestrained by the military or the government in in large part. So we have a reasonable expectation of security walking through our day, partially because we have uh, security apparatuses that are designed for humans. So sure, someone can break a lock on a door, but a lock is going to stop people from easily getting into your home but it doesn't stop someone who can walk through walls from getting into your home mm-hmm. and the police like yes some militia could get into a shootout with the police but like for the most part you're not going to beat somebody up in an airport because it's like crawling with with agents right mm-hmm. but in x2 which we all recently rewatched, um we see uh, a single teenage kid who has the ability to manipulate fire win in a shootout with like a whole bunch of cops. Mm-hmm. We also see Professor Xavier almost kill every single human on the earth. Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe the government could regulate Cerebro. Professor Xavier is already very powerful. And my understanding is that Cerebro kind of like focuses his power in a way where it's not like kind of crazy. It like kind of makes him help him focus. That's my understanding. And I think that with Cerebro, Xavier can kill whoever he wants, but he doesn't because he's a good guy. But what if he wasn't a good guy? What if he was like bad guy's son? I just, again, like, like that movie, like X2 assumes that 
the bad guy or like that um it's it's magneto right like he turns cerebro around and instead of like trying to kill all the mutants he's like trying to kill all the humans like that's insane like that i don't i i mean i don't know i guess they're like look there are psychotic people yeah there are genocides all the time like people who have been attacked by adolf hitler (laughs) well for example I, I think that's I think I think it's an over that movie is obviously like because it's a movie it's an overstatement of the problem and like the thing that you were talking about like most people can't break your locks and some people can and but like now we're imagining a world where like you know one girl can like go through walls or whatever like I, it's a I mean to me it's a difference in degree rather than in kind like I, I just I just don't believe that the government should have more power just because people have different abilities because it's it's too easy to turn that around and and start drawing the line further and further away from people who are actually super powered you're okay with the government having a list of all car drivers is that right yeah i mean the well you get a license to you get a a license and and you're therefore on a registry you literally register I mean, yes, the, but the government knows your identity. Like, they know they know your address. They know basic information about you. They know your age, your your sex, in some states, your weight. They know where you live. But they don't know anything else about you. They don't know if you are left-handed or right-handed. I'm not saying that, like, the census shouldn't, shouldn't exist. I'm, I'm talking about, like, knowledge about my abilities. Like, I, would you want the—I don't want the government to know my IQ— for example. Would you be okay with a registry of gun owners? Yeah, but I mean, I I think that a gun is an instrument and I think we, we create a gun registry or a registry of gun owners because we want to, we, we want to sort of create some kind of accountability system. Um, I mean, it's also possible for the government to regulate the sale of guns and obviously like there are problems with that because there's a lot of illegal sales or whatever. But that is a gun is not a person. But couldn't could you not argue that a mutant instead is not somebody holding a gun, but like is the gun itself? If you're a smart person, are you like a a person with a weapon because you have a really good brain? Or like if you're a really tall person, are you a, a person with like super abilities because you're extra tall? Like I just don't like the line drawing process bothers me. But I I, I admit that there is you know. Like, look, there's, there is obviously a close line between like we regulate guns and we regulate people with powers. So Isaac's uh, Isaac uh, is, is sort of echoing a line that the villain, the Senator Kelly, I think his name is in, in X One, um, says that he sees guns in our schools when he looks at mutant kids, which is horrifying because he's talking about people, and also is is a sort of harrowing harrowing line to me because you can't entirely shake it away as just bigotry. It is true that. Um, you're talking about sort of uh, a- adolescence in a building together, going through emotional turmoil with uh, abilities to harm one another that maybe their teachers and the people around them can't mm-hmm. stop, right? Like if yeah, kids get into a yeah. fist fight, there are bigger That's adults true. in the room, in the school who can pull them apart from each other. Mm-hmm. But what do you do if like one kid starts firebombing another kid and that kid starts trying to freeze the first kid's face off? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where I was going with the gun thing is... Um, we are, I think, pretty close to a time when we might see people have weapons akin to guns become physically part of their biology. Like, what if you get some kind of a weapon implant on your body 
then you are the gun. Like that distinction that you're drawing, I think ceases to exist. And I think that that's, we get close to something like that with characters like Iron Man and like Batman Mm -hmm. who are um, so wrapped in technology as to be something fundamentally different than what we think of as human. Mm -hmm. So would it be okay to, to register and regulate that people who put guns into their body i don't know i i'm i'm sorry i'm no. not i'm not even being <laughs> clever i i don't know <laughs> isaac i assume you want to regulate those people because you also want to regulate people who are born with those abilities yeah so we've established that i, I think you probably want to register gun owners yes yes and people who uh incorporate weapons into their bodies such as as iron man and batman right and um and you're also willing to go so far as to regulate people who are born with abilities that are so extraordinary compared to other humans that it makes them inherently a danger to other people yes okay so kate brought up earlier in this conversation where is that line should the guy who plays slade wilson be on that list yes really does the actor that dude because he's like so strong and such a badass i mean he's gonna be on that list because he's like a known serial killer no 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 not the character slade wilson the actor who plays him why would he be on the list i'm saying what if you're talking about someone who's just like super strong like in the world right now we have some people who are like so much stronger than everybody else that like they could they could kill you on the spot if they wanted to Mm -hmm. that guy could kill me on the spot if you wanted to slade wilson the guy who plays slade wilson you think so yeah he's like a martial arts specialist and he's huge true so should he be regulated should he be on this list how far past whatever you consider average should you have to be before you end up on this list yeah that's a tough question i think it should be like genetic modification and and then it's harder it's it's easier with mutants it's harder with people that like are the use tech right so it's a lot harder right to decide where the line is with like tony stark and super strong guy but when it comes to like people who have had like mutations in their genetics or like suffered crazy things that made their genetics different that's easier but it's hard to draw a line on people who are either just super strong or who are super rich i don't know if this is where you draw the line but there is a difference between like if you if you are a gun owner that means you have made a choice to have and own a weapon Mm -hmm. you are choosing in some sense to acknowledge like like if i am attacked i will use deadly violence to protect myself and the same goes for like if you get an implant like i want a weapon in my body whereas if you are a mutant or you are a person born with superpowers like you're born that way you have absolutely no control and that i that I, again i don't know that that's where you draw the line but i do think there's a there's a difference there yeah, that I is agree. meaningful Isaac, it sounds like you just said the opposite, that you have an easier time regulating mutants than you have regulating Tony Stark. Isn't that what you were just saying? No, Kate's saying that it's more clear to her that Tony Stark has made a choice to be a human weapon than it is that a mutant who was born with that power was. So, Kate, where does that leave you on someone like Mm Spider-Man, who who did not make a choice but was modified by a mishap? Uh, Same thing with Bruce Banner. Well, again, I mean, neither of them had control over it. You know, it's not like... Uh, they like, you know, like there was a show, Alex Mack, there was like a show that was on when I was a kid that was like this girl like walks into toxic waste and then she like becomes like super stretched. I don't know, like whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Um, 
but it neither none of those people make a choice to become a weapon like they they then become one because they they get superpowers but i i still think it's different than buying a gun yes but like somebody like spider-man does not choose to he spider-man chooses to use his powers Mm -hmm. like spider-man decides that like i'm just gonna use my powers like all the time yes what about bruce banner who turns into the incredible hulk he does not choose to use his powers he actually tries he has like no control but he's still incredible he learns incredibly dangerous person to have in the world Mm -hmm. and even after he learns control he can like be manipulated out of it by someone making him really angry yeah I think Bruce Banner has to be regulated. Yeah, I mean, again, I, I think you can realistically, even your like run-of-the-mill municipal police department has so much weaponry at its disposal that I think they would be able to capture and, you know, whatever, separate somebody like Dr. Banner. Um, Wait, you think, you think guns can stop the Hulk? I think that, like, a combination of guns and helicopters and nets and, like, whatever kind of weapons our police departments have that are insane. Um, sound cannons. <laughs> sound cannons, cannons. Can, um, can trap Tanks. those people and, and, you know, like, what well, I don't know, put him in jail because, like, I'm sure he killed a lot of people. <laughs> like, I don't want the Hulk to be in jail. Like, I, I like the character, but... I think that we we that we like we deal with it, you know. Like I I'm I'm okay with the the idea of like we deal with the problems when they happen. We don't try to prevent problems that we ha- that haven't happened. Look, I agree that sure the government can stop like lady who walks through walls because you can walk through walls. You can eventually figure out how to trap her, but you just like can't trap Superman. Yeah. Like, what are they gonna do against yeah. the Flash? What are they I gonna do? Vision, the Hulk. Like, well, I mean, no, different I, people. Superman, I think, is a different thing than all. Like, I, I think Superman is a boring character because he is basically unstoppable. Like, he's super strong. He, he's got x-ray vision. He's super fast. Um, he can fly. Like, there's there's just, like, like the in the Justice League movie, like, you, you said at one point, like, when we were talking about it, that, like, oh, you know, they weren't doing very well until they had Superman. It's like, yeah, yeah. because Superman is the deus ex machina. Like, like he's just always going to be he's the, the best at everything, and that makes him boring. Um, but, I, but yes, if we if there were, like, a Superman, then he probably would not be, able, like, yeah. capable of and, capture. And, look, me and, like, superpower registry or not, the registry does absolutely nothing for somebody like Superman. Because, like, sure, like... Oh, we now know it's Superman. Where does that get us? Well, Superman I, is a nation and a government unto himself, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Well, and the other thing is that look, you know, I'm I'm uncomfortable with the idea of registry, which is like a government requiring you to do something. If you use your powers, like the government's going to learn about it because we live in a surveillance state where there are cameras everywhere. Like they're going to figure out who you are and like yeah. You know, like I, it's not that it's not the like creation of that information once it's out in the world. It's like if I want to be, like, a super-powered person and never leave my house, I don't think the government gets to know about it. What if you're Xavier to where you don't need to leave your house to kill tons of people? Yeah, like, I mean, that, Xavier you know, doesn't like, leave look, the but, house. But then, so, you you know, like, you... I don't know, how do they know about Cerebro? That's a tough question. That, that is, like, like a, a psychic that powerful is, I guess, a tough, tough question. I think one thing that... <laughs> accepting that mutations would be real. I think one thing that these stories get wrong is that all of the mutations people have are distinct 
and useful. So right. uh, I can okay, walk right. through walls. Like, if, I can. What but if it what, was like stupid and not useful? Well, yeah. If there's a guy who can stretch his his arms out a mile, then there's also a guy who can stretch it two inches. Right. right? There's a hundred guys who can stretch their arms two inches, and one guy who can right. stretch his arms yeah. four feet. And if there's a guy who can control other people's thoughts, there's like somebody who who can make people see cats when he wants. Yeah, to. yeah. Like such like dumb stuff, right? Or stuff that is just like distracting or whatever. So. Should I all, agree. Are all of those people on your registry? Who's on your registry? I think everybody. So so then the guy, then the actor who plays Slade Wilson is on your registry. Because right. he's the same amount different from me as a guy who can stretch his arm one inch is different from me. Those are both like people who are, are like have a little bit of but ability like, that I don't have. Slade, the actor who plays Slade Wilson is like Australian. One would assume that. <laughs> okay, so all Australians should be on the registry. <laughs> all Australians. All Australians are already on a registry, no? Unless what? things are different in Australia than they are here. Isaac's saying that the government knows ev- uh, the government of Australia knows everyone who's in Australia, but they don't know. But what they don't your know what you can do. Are. You know, like you don't. They don't like the government knows know like where I live, but they don't know that like I'm good at making pasta. You know, like or whatever. They might. But I, they, I they, they might. Like, if you use Alexa, they probably. Do. That's true. But yeah. there's like no guarantee that. The government doesn't know that. Like they might. You don't know. Well, okay. You don't so, know but again, it's you know, it's the, there's a difference between like the government getting that information and, and like we can obviously have a conversation about like how much access the government should have to like Alexa or whatever. Um, but there's a difference between that them learning about it and then using that information and then requiring you to give them that information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know how how much of a difference there is between those two things if they're going to get it either way. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like, Facebook apparently has a ton of information about people who are not on Facebook, right? Well, Which is, like, yeah. terrifying. But, no, I mean, privacy is one reason. Like, again, like, imagine a, a person who's a mutant who's, like, very powerful, who has absolutely no interest in, like, using it in any context in their lives. Like, yeah, but I might own a gun and have no interest in using that gun. But you and bought then, like, a gun. Somebody I mean, no, really that's... pisses me off, and then I use it that day because I'm angry. Like, nobody is the same person every day. Right. You never know you're going to use something and do use it. That's just it. Like maybe you're a person who who has the ability to uh, melt other people's faces, and you're like, "Yo, I'm not a face melter. I'm a cool yeah, guy." But, we but then someone like, cuts you off in traffic, and you're like, "Face melt." Right. Like, well, how would you do that to me? But you don't know that, like, you know, you could just just go into a store and decide to steal something someday. Like the government doesn't get to know that you have a family history of like theft crimes or like whatever like they they get to well, they figure that, that out they when you steal okay I, I see what you're saying so isaac yes here's my concern about your registry mm-hmm. uh under obama um a program was created where the children of people who had entered this country without papers papers without formally without documentation so like crossing the border you right know were asked to sign up for a program that would protect them that would say like hey you're not going to be deported because uh we consider your parents to have broken a law but we we don't consider you to have done anything and now that that has been undone well now that there's a list that is in the trump administration's hands of every single not every single kid but everyone who signed up for it uh, Which is like millions who, of kids. Who now, like this administration, considers to be here illegally. Right. And so now that list that we perhaps trusted in the Obama administration's hands is in the hands of Trump. What if, like, 
your mutant registry gets gets created, do you trust that in the hands of someone like Trump, who whose entire political fortunes rest on him demonizing people that other people are scared of? Okay. Difference. Yeah. Is that Trump can send sure Trump can send the military to like go make all of the kids that came here the dreamers go back to their countries. Yeah. But like what's gonna Trump gonna do against like someone with superpowers? But what about somebody who's like Kenan was just imagining earlier, like somebody who can stretch his arms but only two inches. You know, somebody who has technically a superpower or mutation that allows him to do something that almost everybody in the world can't do. Yeah, but but like, who is not not capable of defending himself from bullets or you Except know. what's the reason for somebody wanting to do something about that? Well, we don't know. That's that's the whole point. Is like you never know what crazy person is going to be at the head of the government next. And like right. maybe under you know certain presidents, like you can imagine a sort of benevolent use of this information. But you never know who's going to have the reign, who, who's going to take control of the reins next. And the example of the dreamers is exactly the problem that I'm talking about. And yes, that's the problem. But like, then you don't have a registry. And that's mm-hmm. a bigger problem. Like, if that, if no such registry had been created, the Trump administration could make the same argument. Like, there are all of these kids who are here illegally, and we don't know who they are, so we can't track them down and deport them. Like, we don't want them to be able created, to do that. But if the registry was never created, then they would have gotten deported. As in, well, no, re- I mean, even... no, because they they live like this is the whole thing. Is like these there are like millions of people in this country who basically live like below the radar of the government and sometimes they get picked up because they commit crimes or whatever they come to the attention of the government but like most most of those people just go about their lives and don't run into anybody because they are not breaking the law i think though isaac is is getting a a really important aspect of this which is that perhaps in this world that we're imagining uh, the balance of power is significantly shifted. Like where most of these stories imagine a world where essentially the government is unable to maintain their monopoly on violence. Like it's not clear to me that the government can stop the Avengers if the Avengers wants to act independently of the government. It's not clear to me that the government can stop Batman, which they often try to do, or Arrow, right, which they often try to do, with, which they're trying to do in this season we've been watching. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Isaac's right that one difference between this and the dreamer situation is that there is no way for a, a group of American, like American humans, to defend themselves from the might of like the United States military. But uh, the balance of power may not be the same when you're talking about extraordinary individuals. It may not, but I, I think you know, given that I live in the world that we live in now, like I don't. I don't cede that power without seeing some need to cede it. I guess my concern is people with extraordinary powers exploiting that power in the same way that you're concerned about the government exploiting it. So we've been watching The Flash with Isaac for for its entire run, and they have spent three seasons imprisoning people without due process, Mm -hmm. indefinitely detaining them. And uh, only this season did they sort of mention in passing that that might be a problem for the first time. Like, are, are you not concerned about that same kind of unregulated power that, uh, that the government has amassing itself among groups of mutants or superhumans or metahumans or whatever? Yeah, no, I, I'm, not, I'm not not disturbed by that. I just don't think the answer is to then give the power to the people who we think are the good guys. So how do we check... The power of 
extraordinary individuals if not with the power of our government yeah we regulate the use of superpowers we don't like there's it's you make it illegal or like you 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 know if we're imagining a world and where people are out there like flying around and whatever like the government is going to know all of that information creating a registry isn't going to give the government the ability to regulate superman or control superman like they just can't do that like that's not so they shouldn't try i'm not no i'm not saying i'm you you keep talking about like like registry is the only only way no, to no, regulate. Tell us, tell us what the other way to regulate is. I don't just make it illegal. Like use your when people like fly around. Like use your use your like sound cannons or whatever. Like to blast people out of the sky. But like, so things people are... may not fly. I mean, maybe they can't fly, or maybe like you know they certainly can't like use their laser vision to blow up buildings. Okay, so, so making it illegal doesn't do anything. I mean, either. look like things are illegal and people still do things. It's people still make the law. Yeah, and that's what. But that's I said that back at the very beginning. Like people break the law. Like we, we're like we're gonna create a system, and the laws are gonna be broken. Like I did the like giving the government access to a registry to begin with is not gonna give them that much much more ability to regulate. Like their 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 powers are gonna be limited because they don't have like they they can't fly. But but again, like I I also said earlier, like. I think we're imagining a world in which no mutant is ever going to be a, willing to be a part of the government or a part of the police force. And I think absolutely they would be. Like, there would be people with powers who would be willing to use their powers to regulate other people who were abusing them. I think it would end up sort of balancing itself out. That's like, a really interesting point. But what if, like, all the Justice League is on the good side and then Superman's on the bad side? It doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, I, wh- whichever side Superman is on, he's going to win because he's, like... He's God or we are, whatever. We are going to have to come back to Superman, I think, in another in another yeah. episode. All right, Isaac, I have one last question for you. Okay. Uh, you introduced us to the Arrow. You are a big fan of the Arrow, are you not? Mm-hmm. Uh, we have watched the whole whole show to date with you. And this season, Oliver Queen, the Arrow, the Green Arrow, is facing essentially a lifetime in prison for vigilanteism. Yes. Should he go to prison? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, according to everything you've said so far this episode, I think you believe that Oliver Queen should go to prison for his crimes. He spent the entire first season extrajudicially killing people, just being like, I've decided you're guilty. You don't get to speak for yourself. You die. You don't get a jury of your peers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> does, does Oliver Queen live in this world of superpowered people? I mean, it, Oliver Queen yeah, isn't I'll, even imagined to be a superhero. He's just like a guy who's super well trained. But the like, Flash is in his world. Meta humans are in true. his world. Right. Yeah. Time has been messed up by right. the Flash being a doofus. Right, right. Um, no, I would, I would say that yes, he should go to jail. Mm. I think a better option would have been Oliver saying yes, I'm the Green Arrow, and then then him working at something out. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, what would have been cool is if he was like, I'm the Arrow. Like, I'm going to team up with the mayor's office. <laughs> Sup? Right. I don't know. <laughs> and be the mayor. <laughs> also, Kate, I mean, we... Flash did mess up time. Like, some people had a daughter, and then, like, the Flash got, got like, sad about his dead parents, and then they had a son. And that was yeah, not Yeah, but they even... don't know about it. You that know, wasn't... like, if you're living in yes, that alternate do. reality, John you knew. don't know about it. Well, he knew because he was told by, so like... So it's sort of, sort of fine. We shouldn't worry about the Flash if he's messing up our lives. Like, my brother's always been dead. Like, what happened to Cisco? <laughs> the I, flat, I mean, the Flash there. is a good person. No. He, like, spends his whole life yeah, as the Flash, like, trying to help the city. He's trying to, then, like, do right. you know, his parents die, he's sad, and then he does something that, like... 
does yeah. a lot of damage. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm really but, troubled. But people like people do a lot of damage in the world all the time. Like they like that's yeah, that's they don't, part of they don't that's part of like history. The, well, yeah, I mean, is is your um we would have some superhumans on the side of law enforcement. Is that like akin to the only way to to deal with a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun? Um, I mean. No, like I because again, like a gun is a a gun a gun is a weapon that you choose to have. Like in a in a world where people are like attacking buildings or whatever, I think it, you know you're like maybe the only way that the that the police or the the army or whatever are going to have the capability of, of preventing that is having people who are willing to work with them. But like, that's I don't, like you know the same thing with like. To protect myself against this person, I'm going to buy a shotgun. And well, kill no, 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 no. Like, you're, you're imagining uh, you're regulated by the right. government. You're, by you're like command. working under the on with the military or with the okay. like whatever police. What are trying you, to and prevent now, bad things now, from happening? You now have have been put into a position where you are advocating for the military. And I the know, police. man. This is weird. So, but police are made out to be the good guy with the gun but they do bad well, things all the time i mean time. look it's not like a good guy with a gun is is a is a vigilante who's deciding to intervene in a violent situation presumably without any kind of training or whatever or like maybe they do have training like i'm i'm talking about like we live in a world with with the rule of law and we live in a society that is you know, sometimes, unfortunately, to, to a great extent, regulated by military force. If we're imagining a world where people have superpowers, yes, those resources would have to be used to regulate those superpowers because sometimes dangerous things happen and we need to try and prevent that to the greatest extent possible. I, I hear you. This is a terrifying world to me where the police force not only has military surplus tanks and cannons and, and, and sound cannons and water cannons, uh, but also has superhumans on well, it. Well, yeah, like, I mean, look. Like, I, that is we can, so bad for the already existing malign Of course, like, I, this, this, I, like, I've said, like, this is a terrifying world that we're imagining. Right. Like, it's scary, right. like, but, you know, assuming a scary world and assuming the sort of basic structure of the world that we already live in, in which police forces do have tanks, which is insane. Right. Um, All right, guys, I think we have seen... Uh, that this is a tricky question with no easy answers. But Kate, I have to ask you, after hearing all of Isaac's concerns about insanely powerful people being allowed to operate in our society without supervision, if you could have one superpower, what would it be? Um, I I have flight. And could you be trusted with the power of flight? I mean, yeah, you know, I'm just gonna like fly over Central Park and look at how cool everything is. Like, I'm not, you know. You just get a and also, like, like, if you can really just fly, you can just fly. Like, I can't like run into a building because I'll smash myself. Like, I can't like, I can't I do anything. In the comics, the Flash has super speed, but with super speed, he can like, you know, <laughs> phase through walls. Uh-huh. If I like pick super speed, could I phase through walls, or would it be like more dictated by reality? Sure. I, uh, you, okay. You tell me. So is that is that what you choose? Uh, I would choose super speed. And uh, and what would you do? You'd you'd phase through walls. I would be so reckless and do so. so you some cannot bad be things. trusted. I cannot be trusted. With <laughs> Kate, you may have too good a view of humanity, and that may be why you think people with superpowers don't. I'm just going to be totally honest. Look, I think I, I cannot trust myself. Exactly a good enough view of humanity. <laughs> <laughs> 
mostly garbage, but also most people are fine. <laughs> All right, friends, it, while we're being honest, I would not trust myself with super speed or flight because I am a klutz. Uh, I certainly wouldn't trust myself with invisibility because I have very little impulse control and I really want a Nintendo Switch. But while I may not be the sort of person you'd trust with superpowers, you can believe me when I tell you. The question of superhuman regulation will return in a future episode of Know You're Wrong. But wait. <laughs> yes. what, what power would you have, Kenan? Uh, I would also choose flight. Can you, do you trust yourself with flight? Uh, no, because I'm a class. I would be like, I'd be showing off and I'd do stupid stuff. Like, I wouldn't, I can't think of anything malicious I would do with flight. Um, except to maybe make people feel bad about themselves every once in a while. While dancing in the sky, basically hit a pin. Yeah, I'd be like, look how cool I am flying around. Oops, oh, lost, lost balance, smashed through a window. Sorry, people working in this office complex. Yeah, I would just be a total class. Okay. <laughs> how do we keep going so much longer every time? Maybe you yourself know who should be watching The Watchmen, or maybe you've got your own score you'd like us to settle. Hit us up on Twitter at KnowYourWrongPod. At our website, KnowYourWrongPodcast.com, you'll find links to listen and subscribe to the show on SoundCloud, iTunes eventually, or the podcast app of your choice. Music by Sugarfunk and me, your benevolent Uber moderator, Kenan. We'll be back soon to address another quandary of little consequence, assuming the man doesn't shut us down for being too darn excellent at podcasting. Until then, may all your takes be hot and correct. We will catch you on the flip side.